With housing prices crazy high and rising interest rates making borrowing more expensive, becoming a homeowner just seems hopeless. But we've got some advice on how to navigate these tricky waters. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is senior editor and former real estate agent, Jacqueline DeJohn. Welcome, Jacqueline. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me. So give me an overall state of the real estate market. How bad is it for folks? So uh, as many people know, there's a lot of stories going around about fierce competition. Um, The bottom line is there are more buyers uh, than sellers right now. Um, So a lot of markets are in hot demand and a lot of buyers are having trouble um, getting into homes that they are looking for in these areas. Um, All hope isn't lost, though. Uh, Not every market is seeing waived inspections and offers um, coming in way over the list price. there are some strategies you can use to locate um, some less hot markets. And I'm just curious, we could talk about those strategies in a bit, but I'm curious about sort of the factors behind these challenges. Is it just a inventory supply that, that there just aren't as many houses or homes for sale and there are too many buyers looking? Or are there any other challenges that make are making this, this particular environment extra tricky? That's a part of it. Um, Supply is definitely not where demand is at. Um, That's for a few reasons. Um, There are tradespeople shortages throughout many markets in the United States. Um, So it's very difficult for construction companies to actually staff these projects. Uh, At the same time, construction costs are also increasing a lot. Um, That's part of the rampant inflation we've been seeing. With the inflation, too, um, homeowners are more incentivized to hold on to their assets um, since cash is depreciating at a really rapid pace. Um, So that's another big part of it. And the the Fed Reserve is also raising rates. I'm curious what impact that'll have on the lending process as well as housing prices. Well, there's a lot of factors at play, so no one can really say for sure. In terms of lending practices, uh, a lot of lenders were really backed up in the height of the pandemic when the mortgage rates were really low. Um, A lot of people were looking to refinance their homes in addition to um, the high buying demand. So now that refinancing will continue decreasing, um, we should see quicker closings from lenders, which is great for people looking to get into their homes uh, more quickly or sell them more quickly. Uh, In terms of home pricing, um, some people think that higher uh, mortgage rates are going to lead to deflated house prices. Uh, I'm in the opposite camp, actually. I think the demand is just too strong still, uh, and coupled with that inflationary pressure, um, I just don't see prices decreasing, at least significantly, in the near future. Got it. So you're looking at higher prices still, but also higher loan costs or mortgage costs. Going back to what you said about different strategies for finding locations where maybe the demand isn't so high or the supply is a little bit better, like what what what's some advice you can give for folks who are looking to buy a place and are just you know just starting off and, and even looking at the right location? Sure. So um, a practice I use myself and also advise clients on, um, you can actually access public records um, in terms of the infrastructure plans that your city is uh, going to have. Uh, Sometimes they have these plans uh, decades in the future. So you can really strategize where you purchase your home um, in order to build equity based on other people's investments. You can also access permits, um, both open and closed for residential and commercial work. So even if 
construction isn't new. Um, you can get a sense for what kind of work is going on in a neighborhood and you can capitalize on that for yourself. Okay. And so, you know, you're looking to buy a place. Uh, what, what's the first thing you should do? First thing you should do is find your representation. You don't want to find the house that you want first and then you don't, you're not able to get it or put an offer in because you're not situated with your budget or you don't have uh, the right real estate agent lined up. So I would say the first step is to really start interviewing real estate agents and lenders. Um, that way you can get all of your logistics um, prepared so that when you do find the right place, you're ready to strike. And this seems like a simple or even dumb question, but what exactly does a real estate agent do? Like what, what can you expect out of them? So a real estate agent has a lot of responsibilities. Um, they wear many hats. They procure listings um, for you to see based on the specifications that you're looking for. Um, they get you into the homes to see them. Uh, they help advise you on your offer to make sure you're not putting in too much and that you're getting the value that you want. Uh, they negotiate on your behalf, um, which is a big deal. Uh, they connect you with lenders, title agencies, inspectors, um, any sort of connection that you need. Um, so they, they really have a lot of responsibility in the process. Got it. And you talked about the importance of understanding your real estate contract. Uh, as someone who has purchased a home and has poured through these documents um, and has been overwhelmed by them, like what advice would you give to folks who are looking to understand all the legalese and, and sort of how deep or how deep in the weeds you should get with some of this stuff? So most of the contracts are going to be boilerplate for your state. Um, they mostly protect you. Um, so there's a lot of extra jargon that you might not necessarily need or be overwhelmed with. What I'd advise you focus on is your contingency elections. So these are going to be the options that you have to negotiate further in the contract based on um, different parameters like your home inspection results, um, any pest inspections, whether you can secure the mortgage in time. Um, so I would just make sure that you understand what you've selected and how you can basically further negotiate or even exit the contract. Got it. And, you know, you talked about the common perception that you have to put 20% down to buy a home. Is that not a rule? Because I recall like the first when I bought a home, that was kind of the, the minimum requirement. Uh, but your story says that's not really the case? Oh. While having putting 20% down can be very helpful, especially in a hot market, um, because it just makes your offer stronger. If you're in a less hot market, you can definitely offer less than 20% down. There are a couple different financing options that fit that. Um, and by doing so, you prevent yourself from the risk of home prices and inflation outpacing your savings. Um, I've seen many potential buyers basically be thrown by the wayside because they can't keep up to reach a 20% down payment before home prices skyrocket beyond their reach. So there's an opportunity cost to adding those extra savings in. Got it. And uh, in terms of financing, any advice or thoughts on you know, what to do, how to secure the right financing and, and sort of how to make sure you're on the right track? Yeah, it's definitely important to talk to your lender. A lot of um, buyers don't realize how flexible loans can be. There are a host of different options available. Um, so even if you're talking to your friends and you hear about their numbers, um, that might not 
necessarily work for you, but you might have other options. Got it. Uh, just and just to kind of run through, what are some of the different options when it comes to financing? Sure. So there's FHA financing um, that allows buyers with lower credit scores um, to access financing. It does come with a few extra steps, um, like an FHA uh, mandated inspection in the process. But you can put um, a lower amount down. Um, you know, say five or ten percent. Um, and you can just get access to financing where you otherwise might not. Um, another example is if you're a physician or a pharmacist, you can actually qualify for 0% down loans um, since many uh, in this industry have high incomes, but not a lot of savings after they get out of medical. That makes a lot of sense. And then just lastly, and this is more of a personal question, because I'm, I'm looking to sell my home right now. What advice do you have for me? And like the, the notion of having a real estate agent, is that just as important as if I were, I were a buyer? It definitely is um, for different reasons too. I would say the primary um, concern with your real estate agent as a seller is you want to make sure your home is getting priced correctly. Um, you don't want to miss out on like all of the value you can get when you're selling your house. But if it's priced too high, um, historically, uh, your home will sit on the market for long and bringing down the price in the future um, won't have the same effect as listing it as at the right price to begin with. Got it. Makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you, Jacqueline, for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. And if you liked what you heard, please rate subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.